Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. This is Carlos. And this is Juan. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? Just you and I today. Yeah, we're missing somebody. We're missing Danny. Couldn't join us. That's all right. But he's with us in spirit. That's all that matters. He haunts us. He haunts us. Yeah. I feel like he might have possessed Garrus, my cat, because he was, oh, running, yeah, he was just, yeah, he was running around. He got the he super was, zoomies. It was uh, Friday night, Friday night Danny. Yeah, Friday night Danny took over yeah. Garrus, and he was just running all over the place. <laughs> Danny after two drinks. <laughs> two can Dan, or one can Dan. <laughs> uh, how's it going today? Pretty good? Good. Good. We got some stuff to talk about. Not a lot this week, actually, but some interesting ones. We have a bunch of security stories that I think are, are really interesting topics because they're all you know tech-related stuff, uh, as well as some AI stuff as well. Whoa. Whoa. Man, every time my phone just vibrates on the table, it's so loud. It's like, geez, man. Like, get it together. Let's put this thing on <laughs> Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, bunch of security stuff, a couple a was something with involving AI and, um, a couple, I wanted to talk about some gaming things cause I haven't mentioned any gaming stuff in a while. Okay. So probably in donut bites at the end, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff I've been playing cause I haven't uh, really discussed that. But, um, otherwise, yeah, hopefully your brother's listening this week cause he didn't listen last week oh, cause, he didn't. cause he didn't see Ant-Man and we talked about it. So what? That's what I told him. You could still listen and, and watch. He, and then he said it's because I don't put in timestamps, <laughs> <laughs> which he's not wrong. I don't do that anymore. It's too much work. <laughs> did we give him warn- a spoiler warning? I probably. I mean, I'm sure I said it. I don't think I did the actual like little spoiler warning audio thing <laughs> that I normally do. <laughs> I need some. Uh, I need some. I need AI to do timestamps yeah, for me. I think that's what. That's what I need. Probably got to get AI to do it for really us. Really good. Yeah. But let's start off with the. Uh, the security stuff. So there's there's a couple hacking stories, right? So the first one you you brought to me was the Dish CEO or something about Dish. Yeah. What's going on there? Well, apparently Dish got hacked. Um, I mean, it's nothing new lately, right? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's kind of like just like oh yeah, this company got hacked, but just the world keeps going. Yeah, like nobody really cares. Nobody. I, I feel like it's 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 kind of <laughs> trivial at this point, where it's like yeah, people get hacked all the time. And then it's just like you're like you just said like oh yeah well we just you know we keep it humming along here and yeah. it's fine but but it doesn't seem to have affected why does this keep happening because <laughs> well yeah one of the stories it's pretty interesting too but yeah so I guess Dish told their employees that they were investigating a cybersecurity incident uh, that they were aware of certain data was extracted from their IT okay um so they had an internal outage I guess um, the hackers got some information they're not really saying what yet okay. Which is kind of typical now. They're yeah. Not, they don't really say for at least a couple the, yeah. months. They don't like, want to be hey. like, oh, no, you didn't get anything good. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. But I guess it, it did impact some of their services as well. Mm-hmm. And it was, they were down for a couple of days. But I mean, I don't really know anybody with this. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I do myself either. I mean. And they're, they're, I think they, their streaming service is Sling. I think they own Sling. Oh, they do. That is correct. Yeah. Dish also owns a bunch of like cellular spectrum though, too. Oh, do they? Well, I mean, it's because I guess it's because you know the satellite stuff, so they need certain spectrum for that. But mm. they do own a lot of that. I don't know if they ever sold that off, but they do own a lot of that. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't think I know anyone with any. I don't think I know anyone with satellite. You know, it's harder to find people that have just cable, like traditional cable, still in general. Right? I feel like most yeah. people that I know 
are all just internet only and then everything is streaming. So I don't know if everyone else's experience is the same, but for people that like most of my friends and family, it's all that. And just like, not really, mm-hmm. or even they're just using an antenna over the air. <laughs> you know, like I see that more <laughs> often, but yeah. So I guess it's so big that they, they just told their employees they're going to have to work overtime to clean up the mess. That's terrible. Do they get paid for that? Overtime. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. That, that's another, I mean, they could be salaried too. Yeah, you could be salaried, which means you don't get nothing. Paid overtime, so. You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new camera on you, by the way. Oh, by the way, we are on video. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. So if you're listening audio only, um, link in the show notes to uh, go check us out on YouTube. This is this whole thing is on it's got a whole production going on here. Yeah, I, I just don't know about this camera though. It's kind of close to me. Oh, it's because it's, it's a wide scary. it's a wide angle lens. You don't I feel like not, I'm, I feel like I'm talking to hell. <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> What's the guy's name? Is it Dave? Good morning, yeah. Dave. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, that's the reference to Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey 2001. It's yeah. a good movie. Stanley Stan Kubrick. <clears throat> anyway so yeah, there's that they haven't said nothing there's no information they're, they're not divulging any in any information about what was hacked okay was, but th- it did take down a lot of their internal systems and apparently some employees weren't able to work but i mean and then they came out and said that hey it's a big mess you guys are gonna have to work over time to clean it up okay <laughs> now tell me about this next one this you said this u.s marshal service so they, <laughs> what the hell happened here so another one that we're, we're not going to get a lot of information from obviously too because the government, it's the right? government and you know how how is the u.s marshal service going to get hacked yeah like what did you what did you hack like that's the question it was more right? of uh, agency employees information okay and investigative targets that they're oh so that is some pretty sensitive information yeah. right like like you know on like criminal records or you know people that they're chasing or things like that okay that that's yeah. seems pretty sensitive okay yeah and this happened on february 17th all right and i think the story just broke recently or just came out last this past week um but yeah and so it's a ransomware attack it was a ransomware attack okay they're not obviously they're not gonna say how or how, mm-hmm. how it happened or anything like that sure but yeah, I mean, I wonder, how, one. I wonder how often this stuff happens where it's it, it's just we don't hear about it because they just don't share or what makes them share the information because clearly they can just say that never happened. You're crazy. Is it maybe the hacker that kind of that kind of, you know, well, lets I mean, it be known like, oh, I hacked so and so. Yeah, I mean, most of the time it's that right. and if it, especially if it's a ransomware and what was it sometime last year that a company they like pretty much shut down that entire company i can't yeah. remember what it was where they i think they eventually paid the ransom to get back well that happened to, uh, i can't think of a specific one but, but like with the wanna cry one that happened with a lot of companies and it happened yeah. with a bunch of hospitals too wasn't that what they were targeting yep terrible yeah <laughs> terrible <laughs> just yeah I remember, I remember having a patch machines for that wanna cry one that was yeah an, that was a big one it's a yeah. nightmare I remember I had a, a friend that does IT for hospitals in Michigan, and I remember them having to do a ton of extra, like mm-hmm. the whole team, like just so much stuff to yeah. to get prepared for it, or you know, just to, you know, be able to combat it if it happens to them. Because uh, that's that's crazy. Because you can't, you don't really have room, which is from a hacking perspective, is a smart target to go after. You mm-hmm. know, like a hospital, because you don't have room to negotiate. Like this is very important stuff. People's lives are literally on the line, and you don't have time to be yeah. like. We're not paying you anything. Whereas if it's a, you know, it's a corporate business, you can kind of be like, get out of here. We're not paying you anything. Whereas if it's a hospital, he's like, I got people over here dying. I can't have <laughs> access to my systems because you locked me well, out. I don't know if it is, if it's the same for hospitals and stuff like that, but yeah. where I worked previously in manufacturing, there was a separate network broken off from the other network, sure. which could have gotten, which is more 
connected to the the world. So yeah. the private network was for manufacturing, and then you had your other network. So they they kind of like isolate them still yeah. in a way. So I don't Which, I don't know if hospitals do that as well. Yeah, they should. I mean, typically you when you have high security, you run some kind of parallel yeah. network or something that is not broken all off. The, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. not everything's not all not all your eggs in one basket, so exactly. to speak. You have to kind of break some of that stuff off. So if something does get infected, it doesn't impact the entire system. So that's kind of smart. I would imagine. Hospitals do that, but who knows? Maybe they're not good. Maybe they're not good. <laughs> well, at, you would think at government the IT agencies part. would probably do that too, right? You would think. Wasn't it Mission yeah. Mission Impossible One where that network was broken off or something like that? Uh, with, was with it the, the first one? That's the first one where he dangles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to I think it was like that because like all the the information on all the yeah they got to get the knock list. The knock list. That was what it was. <laughs> <clears throat> like the knock list was like in this one computer and exactly like yeah. CIA headquarters broken off from everything else yeah it was completely separate on its own uh, security system with its own alarms and separate from the whole building yeah you got to get the knock list man you got to get, <laughs> get, get tom cruise to get in there and get, get it in. young fun. tom cruise yeah very young <laughs> he was a kid oh man i'm sure he was an adult he just looked very young yeah oh man okay so there's that so uh, that's the honestly that one's that one was a little bit more surprising you don't typically well i'm sure it happens often at, at least an attempt with trying to hack oh, yeah. a, a, a government entity in some way, right? Um, but you would hope that, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, they have some of the best security. and But it, it still happens. Yeah. I mean, hackers are never going to give up. So Yeah. And they didn't give details on how they infiltrated Mm-mm. either, right? Because normally, you know, in cases like this, in most cases like this, you're not hacking anything. You're hacking a person. You're getting through something, which is going to lead into our next story. But... Well, you, and then plus, nobody's claimed credit for it. Usually, right? Normally, someone especially like, I did for it. a government agency that well, somebody maybe, wouldn't claim. Well, maybe that's why they're like, "We're just if I claim it, they're going to take out my whole yeah, family. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then people are going to come out missing." <laughs> you get the drones outside. I've seen enough movies. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It could be that, right? It could be a, a fear. But then, why do it in the first place? Was it just like maybe a proof of concept? Like I did it because I would see if I could. <laughs> proof of concept. Yeah, I just want to test it and see if it works. Maybe you, maybe they're trying to exploit it so that they can sell them the solution and they get a job. I feel like a lot of hackers sometimes that might be their goal. It could have been another government agency or another country. Yeah, another one. Maybe it was just a penetration test. It was it was the a pen test. <laughs> it was yeah. a pen test that they hired. They hired someone like go in there and see if you can <laughs> see if you can get in, and then they give us a report card. They failed. Let me tell you that much. Yeah. But speaking of hacking people, and again, most of the time that's how you uh, someone gets into, especially a big corporation. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. It's impossible. It's virtually impossible to like brute hack. Uh, you know, some kind of system. You're not going to get it. There's two. There's two factor authentication. There's VPNs. There's all this stuff that's in place uh, on top of your traditional like passwords. Mm -hmm. But the way you do get in is through people. And whatever you always said. (laughs) Yeah, people get hacked. People. No, but what what is your the thing you always say about your employees? What that they're the the, your biggest liability? Yeah, hundred percent. They're the weakest link in the chain, and they're going to get through that way. Social engineering, you're not really hacking computers, you're hacking people. Um, so tell me about LastPass. If you're not familiar with LastPass, they are a password-keeping service, I guess, right? It's an app. Yeah. And it's a cloud-based password keeper. So if you... It's cloud-based. Yeah. And you have an app on your on your phone. Yeah. And um, also works on your PCs and Macs. And your browsers. Yeah, you browsers and stuff like that you can use. So it, it can auto-fill well. in passwords and all that for you. Anyway, they were attacked. What's going on here? So they were attacked um, multiple times. Last, they were attacked in August of last year and September of, or yeah, September of last year. Okay. Sorry, October. 
so August 12th and October 26th, they were hacked. Um, so now the information is coming out about how they were hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was by one of their development engineers. And the way he, they hacked them was they installed a keylogger okay. onto their home machine. Personal machine. Personal machine okay. at home. And the way that they got that keylogger installed was through a vulnerability through Plex. That is crazy. So they got into his home PC through Plex, which if you remember really Plex, it's a media server. Uh, and then that somehow was able to keylogger, meaning, key meaning like it'll they log want, whatever you're typing. Whatever you're typing. So they got... When they installed it, they got the master key to the to the master vaults, which have all the encryption keys for people. Wow! Why was it, why was this on his personal computer in the first? This, <laughs> exactly. this is why you have a work machine. Exactly, <laughs> like, and only four people apparently have these keys at LastPass. And this one person, and this one person had it, and he got hacked through his Plex. It was Plex server <laughs> or software, right? Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. So I was talking about this with people at work, and they were asking me, like, "What do you use uh-huh. as a password manager?" I'm like, "Well, kind of still write not write them down, but I'll you know put them on a label and I have a book and stuff." Yeah. Like that. Okay. Apparently, for this reason, because LastPass's no. response when this hack happened was to tell their users, "Hey, change all your passwords that you have in your vault." That's insane. <laughs> Imagine if you have over 100 passwords. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not changing every single one. Are you crazy? That is insane. That is insane. But yeah, to your point, I I, I don't know. If, I don't think, I think most people probably do not use some kind of uh, password keeper. I use Keychain in mm-hmm. iCloud. So I use iCloud Keychain personally. And two reasons I, I do trust it. I feel like it's, you know, if anyone's, if, any, if there's any company that's least likely to get hacked, it's probably... Apple, you as an individual user is more likely to get hacked, like someone getting mm-hmm. into your iCloud account. Like yeah. that's probably more likely, but that's where you, you know, use a strong password, two-factor authentication, all that stuff. So you try to avoid just in general, that's, you should always use those things because, you know, it's important nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always trying to take over your social medias and it's never to even do anything malicious. They're just, to try, they're just trying to scam something. It's yeah. always, Well, it is malicious, but it's never like, I think my, my cousin got hacked recently. Her Facebook got taken over mm. and she's like, why would anyone want to hack me? I don't have anything there. And I'm like, well, it's not about you. It's about getting access to your friends and family. So yeah. now then they, they, they can, they can start, yeah, they can start messaging and say, Hey, I, I'm in help. I need help. You send me some money. And it seems like it's coming from a person you know, so you trust it. Hmm. And that's what they're trying to do. So it's not necessarily they're trying to do anything to you. They're trying to get access to your friends and family list and try to scam them. And that's how they kind of exposed um, Zell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Zell was, it would send a link. Hey, can you yeah. help me out? I need some money. Exactly. They send you a Zell link and somebody had a Zell account and mm-hmm. they were sending money to that account and... Yep. I've had that yeah. numerous times. I've had I've had other friends like their Instagrams get taken over. And then they'll DM me. And at first I'm just like, what's up? Because it's a person I know. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just and then they're asking weird. I'm like, okay, that's a hack. No mm-hmm. way. And I'll text that person like, yo, your Instagram definitely compromised, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Cause you can always tell. Uh but yeah. I mean, yeah, if you why are you like, sending me a DM to yeah, like Instagram? This, and this, person doesn't talk, this person doesn't talk like this. And they've never <laughs> asked me for money. All of a sudden they are, there's zero chance. So but it, I'm sure it's worked. I'm sure it works often. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's this, this kind of... Anyway, back to the whole password thing. Uh, I typically do use iCloud. Now, do you think you'll continue to keep it, like, localized or I'll probably something use, cloud-based? I'll, I'll probably move something cloud-based, but I'll probably have the 
the important accounts, mm -hmm. like my bank, like anything financial and my email accounts, right. I'll probably have them stored away, written down somewhere. Okay. Everything else, like, you know, like my Instacart account, stuff mm. like that, I'll probably throw that in. Yeah. And I use it mainly also too for uh, convenience because it autofills. Yeah. So if you're in an app or on a website and you're using, you know, any Apple device, if you're using, a, you know, a keychain specifically, it just autofills for you. It just mm. puts in the name and password. Um, if you have a new website that you go to and you put in your information, it'll automatically save mm -hmm. it for you so you don't have to go and you know, copy and paste it in, yeah. which is a disadvantage to some of those apps like LastPass and Nord, you know, NordVault and all those other ones. NordPass, I think it's called. Um, because you have to then take that username password and like manually copy and paste it into this to that app. And then that app needs a password. So what if you forget that? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, so mm -hmm. there's some other things there. Whereas with the iCloud keychain, everything's just your Apple ID. So it's kind of simplified. But that's what I use. And I, I, I enjoy it a lot for the autofill, for it automatically saving new stuff for me it even does like credit cards which i know some people they get weary about that it's totally secure yeah. in there like no one's getting it <laughs> like yeah. it's not it's fine so i use that stuff it autofills credit cards autofills passwords and yeah sure if you got into someone's uh icloud account that would be a problem but mine's locked up pretty tight as tight as it can be well and speaking about icloud and well, iphones in general there was a report two weeks ago that thieves are starting to get more bold mm -hmm. and watching people unlock their phone oh yeah that and that was specifically with um for uh what is it the key pass is that what the thing's called the the no password solution that apple's yeah. rolling out yeah where it's everything's <clears throat> biometrics um but if someone has your phone password then they can get in and, and change everything and re and change all of your biometrics to their to their own well they can change your all your passwords. Well, yeah, exactly. Your account and they everything. have access to everything if they have your phone. Because yeah. if, if you're getting two-factor authentic authentication through text message, guess what? They already have your phone. Mm. Or through email, they already have your phone. Everything's coming to that device. So that is one of those disadvantages of having all your eggs in one basket, so mm -hmm. to speak, is if someone just gets your phone, you know, it's just like, boom. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of a, it's kind of a wrap because that is basically the portal to everything Every, yeah. and if someone sees you typing in your password which by the way no one should ever see that because you should be using either your fingerprint or your face yes so you should definitely try to eliminate having just a physical password probably now for that reason because someone can just glance and see it mm -hmm. it's the equivalent of someone stealing a key to your house you know what i mean it's just yeah. very easy to just go and it's barely stealing at that point it's like you just gave them access um, so yeah, use, uh, use biometric authentication. And if you are in public and you have to physically type in your password, tuck that away, man. Tuck it away. It a little, <clears throat> or go off on numeric on it. Yeah. Right. It's just a little bit more, more difficult for them to, yeah. Cause I wasn't, I was, I didn't hear about that until I read that article. I was like, geez, like they're watching people yeah. unlock their phone with their passcode and then and sub point snatching it from exactly them. and yeah. now they have your passcode and not, like you said now they have the, the keys to the kingdom mm -hmm. and one thing i will i will attest to in terms of apple's security uh is i've had i had an experience recently where i was trying to do so i have a in my office i have a, a mac mini that i mainly just use for like work i use it for like conference calls only and some other random things and I was trying to load because the the mac mini is an m1 mm -hmm. mac mini and theoretically you can run any Apple, uh, any iOS or iPad OS app on an M1 machine or M2 machine because it's the same architecture. But 
the developer needs to allow that and, and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to do like to like sideload certain applications onto the Mac that are compatible with like iOS and things like that. And it's not super difficult to do, but you do have to use some third-party software to do it. And the way it works is when you sideload an application, it has to be signed like by a developer, right? Yeah. And when you're sideloading it, you're technically the developer, but the the application that's doing it, you need to grant them access to your Apple account to mm-hmm. s- essentially sign the the app so that it can load. And it's a little sketchy because you have to basically, you know, you're kind of trusting it. But I did that just to test it. And it immediately locked my Apple ID. Apple's like, what the hell is that? And it locked it. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was crazy. And I had to go through and unlock my thing. And it was a real pain because now I had to re- I had to update everything on all, all of my devices. Apple devices. <laughs> so on my phone, my work phone, my iPad, my Apple TVs, everything. I'm like, God damn. And that prompt is just like annoying because it just keeps coming up. And I'm just like, okay. So I had to revalidate. I had to change. I had to unlock my account, change my password and revalidate on all of my devices, which was a real pain. But I'm like, damn, they were on it. Yeah. Like they locked my account immediately. It noticed they're like, what is that? That's some kind of third party thing. And you just gave it your password. Absolutely not. And it cut me off. <laughs> so. And then I just didn't try to get them. Like, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) So, you know, that was my own on purpose doing that because I was trying to sideload this stuff. And Apple said, nah, bro, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. That was like before. I think that was the same message you got before when you would download a a DMG file to install. Mm -hmm. You would say, hey, this is not digitally signed. Do you still authorize it to install? Oh, yeah. Because it still does that on on Mac, on like a a laptop or a desktop for running Mac OS. If it doesn't come from the, because you can download anything. Mm That's a normal, you know, DMG file for, for Mac OS. But if it didn't come from the app store, it says, are you sure? Yeah. And you have to go into the settings and manually say, yes, yeah. open it because it doesn't want to, you know, you infect anything. But uh, in this case, it was the fact that I gave a third party software, my username and password to shut it down. So <laughs> well, <laughs> that's like, damn. <laughs> saving me for myself, <laughs> basically. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's. It works, man. I mean, it, it is very secure. And again, that was me purposely doing something that I probably shouldn't have been. Um, and they, they, so they were, they look out for your own, even your own behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that, does, I mean, lot, that looks fishy. Yeah, a lot of users, they're going to try to go around, sure. you know, circumvent any anything that they have. So at least they have, you know, protocols in place to do that. Exactly. <clears throat> so I'm, I mean, I'm cool with it. But I mean, what do you think though? Like, I know there's a, what is a consortium of Apple, Google, that they're trying to come up with a way to like do away with passwords. Right. The whole pass, the whole passkey thing that we yeah. just mentioned. I think it's great. I think that if you can get rid of passwords, it's, it's one less thing to get and you need your physical biometrics. I know. Yeah. But do you think they go biometric or do you come Cause right now it's an actual physical key. Yeah. I think they'll go biometric on it. I think it's going to be keep, it's going to be a fingerprint or face ID. And specifically, Face ID for Face Unlock, because I think that there isn't any other face recognition unlock that is secure, as secure as Face ID. Because most other devices that use a Face Unlock, it's typically just using the camera and no other sensors. Mm. So which it's not that it's easy to fool, but it's easier because Apple's Face ID is tons of stuff in there. It's got way different ways to map your face. Um, So it's either that or fingerprint. And pretty much every phone nowadays has a fingerprint reader. Mm-hmm. You know, even the cheapest Android phone comes with a fingerprint reader. So I think that that's going to be the way to go um, from a biometric standpoint. So I'm all for it, man. I think it's, 
you know, to your, to, to the point even that I just made giving someone a password that can come back and bite you later. Whereas like, even if I gave you my password, it doesn't matter because you still aren't me mm-hmm. and you need physical, uh, you know, authentication, uh, which I don't know, to me, that just works out better, I think. Yeah. You know, because really the only way around that is to you know, you cut my hand off or you clone my face somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, to me, it just seems more secure. Um, but they do need to figure out the plug the holes, right? Like how we just talked about if you know the physical password or the pin code to my phone that, that let, allows you now in to change my biometrics. Mm-hmm. So there should be some kind of additional failsafe that says, yes, you have the passcode, but also the existing biometrics needs to match. Yeah. So right? there's still, it still needs to be, have multi-factor Exactly. So it's way. like, okay, entering your device ID, your device password, great, you're in. Hold on. The existing biometrics doesn't match you as a person. Mm-hmm. If someone stole my phone and they knew my PIN code, they, the, phone, the, the service should still stop them and say, hold on, you are not the person that's already on file. So, yeah. You know, but yeah, I'm, and I think we'll see that probably in the next couple of years. I think that'll be pretty widespread as it should. I think it's a lot easier, especially with passwords having to become so complex. And now it's additional risk because you are using some kind of third party service to store them all or you're physically writing them mm-hmm. down, you know, which physically writing them down is probably the safest at this point. We talked about this before we started recording as you can't hack a piece of paper, right? Sure. Someone can physically take it from you. So you have it stored in your house somewhere and someone comes and grabs it. But that's way harder to do than them trying to just access your accounts from remotely, right? Yeah. So sometimes old the old tech is <laughs> is the safest. I mean, that's <laughs> how I have it for my parents. Everything's written down for them. Yeah, it's unhackable. It's the old stuff, right? Something that's not online and it's not connected to anything. It's just literally pen and paper, and then you put it in a book, maybe throw it in a safe or something. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy stuff. Security is extremely important. Yeah, it is important. Um, yeah, I mean, you got you know. Your bank stuff, all that stuff. Yeah. As a password. Well, we'll see. And literally, man, just if you don't have two factor on your stuff, turn it on today. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like turn it on for everything. It's, it's, it doesn't matter if it's something simple. If it offers two factor, do it 100%. I'm surprised Netflix doesn't do that. Yeah, a lot of streaming services yeah. don't. Most streaming services do not have two-factor authentication, mm. and they should. And again, it's not like it's sensitive. It's not like you, you're getting I mean, into yeah, my yeah, Netflix. I mean, yeah, going to do is Oh, okay. at the most get somebody's password i mean a uh, credit card information yeah and, and even that's like blurred out like yeah. if you go into my if you logged into my netflix and you go to payment it just shows the last that's four, four and that's it so i guess there isn't a security risk in terms of like it's going to impact you in a, in a real way it's just more of a nuisance but you should have it still well and that's probably another reason why like we're getting the uh <clears throat> sign in with apple and sign in with google yeah exactly because it you're because, I mean, you think about it, a lot of people have just one email account. Exactly. All you got to do is hack, say, your Netflix account. Now they got your, you got your email. Mm-hmm. Yep. Say so you use that same password for everything. Which is a high probability that you <laughs> exactly. have that exactly. Like, oh, I already got the email address and I figured out one password. Guarantee that works for everything now. For every, works for everything. Now I got your email and I can log yep. in everything. So, And that's why that two factor is really important mm-hmm. because it still needs to send either an email or a text message to that person yeah and again there's just everything can be beaten yeah it just you have to make it as hard you as have, possible you have to make it as hard and difficult for them as possible right because guess what scammers they're not going to spend a lot of time on it they're going to, for the easy targets it's yeah. the same the, even like you know people that like steal cars they're not like hot wiring cars or breaking they're just trying to they're, they're seeing which ones are already mm-hmm. open <laughs> and yeah. they think oh this one's open pop the trunk and you what you know what i mean that's what they're looking for path of least resistance yeah so just make it as hard as possible and they'll just 
they'll just move on. <laughs> They're not going to waste their time, you know, unless you're someone of serious, serious importance yeah. and that you have some valuable information that someone wants, then sure, that's different. But you're just Joe Schmo out here. This is fine. <laughs> just turn on two factor. You're good. Um, but yeah, take care of that stuff. Uh, speaking of stealing, uh, what is Ford doing <laughs> with this new stealing? <laughs> How are you going to say this? Stealing, stealing back? Stealing. Yeah, they're stealing back. <clears throat> so, all right, so this is the headline. It says, a, Ford, uh, a new Ford patent imagines a future in which self-driving cars can repossess themselves. <laughs> oh, you didn't pay the bill? That's fine. That car is going to come home on its own. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Tell me about this, man. This is crazy. I love what it. I, I, don't, I don't remember where I saw this article. Or It caught my eye somewhere, and I was like, oh, I got to look up this and read about it. But yeah, so... Ford filed a patent. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, a patent right now. It's, it's not, a patent yeah. right now. Um, I think I have their their response to it. Um, but yeah, so the patent is technology to go into, for now, electric vehicles. Okay, obviously, yeah. Because um, Ford has Ford Credit, mm-hmm. Lincoln Credit, which are their the arms of their financial, sure. which gives out the car loan. Which is their, in, like. their in-house financing yeah. services, right? Yep. So the patent is to basically, if a, if a, somebody is late on their payments and they get to that point where repossession occurs, mm-hmm. the car will drive itself back to <laughs> wherever. <laughs> I don't know if it goes back to like the dealer or does it go to the pound or I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, where do you, yeah, yeah, it probably has to go to some, <clears throat> somewhere secure too, but that is <laughs> And I wonder too. Is, are we going to get to the point, too? I'm sure the answer will be yes, but we're all, are we going to just get to that point where cars are so technically advanced that you can just remotely kill them? Like just Oh, yeah. Like this car is no longer drivable. It's almost like your subscription has expired for this yeah. vehicle. <laughs> you can no longer access. Even though you physically have it, you jump in, you try to start it, it says, oh, yeah, now you're behind, bro. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> can't but, go anywhere. Well, so, so when I was reading this, I was thinking more into it, and it's like, well... Well, at some point, we'll have the technology for not just this, where a car repossesses itself, mm-hmm. but just, how can I put it? Where insurance companies will be able to know you're driving. Yeah. Okay. And I think that helps with, I mean, because, you know, we're all paying insurance rates for whatever reason, where we live, mm-hmm. the kind of car we have and stuff right. like that. Is it and, garage kept? Is it on the street? Exactly. And, you know, insurance companies came out with that little reader for the odb mm-hmm. port where you can plug it in and for, you like, get, like, for like safety drive, and drive saving yeah because yeah. that will tell the the reader if you brake hard if you're accelerating hard if you're driving yeah. fast speeds things like that mm-hmm. yeah so i think we'll get to the point where even insurance companies i don't know if they f- will file patents or you know jump onto this technology as yeah. well where hey i mean i don't mind it like if, if i can get a better a lower rate yeah if i'm driving you know Within the limits and sure. within the law. Right. And somebody else isn't, hey, jack up their rates. Yeah. And I think that's also fair. I can see, I can definitely see the the, the concern there, the privacy concern, right? Because yeah. then that means, oh, that means you know where I am always. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a but little. But if you technically think about it, they do. Because you're. The, the, yeah, your um, phone's um, on you. That and, and that's the already, electric vehicles has GPS. Yeah, you're already getting, yeah. I mean, so I guess it's, to, to that point, it is not that different. Mm-hmm. And they are doing it for. I mean, obviously, your their own best interest, but also yours if they can pass on savings to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then it also raises the question: I was like, well, what else are you doing with my location data? Are you selling that too? And you know what I mean? And now people know where I am. And yeah. you know, I say I'm you know I'm driving by a, a Wendy's, and my car says, "Hey, 
Are you? Aren't you hungry? She's gonna pile in. We got that Dave single on. Yeah, it's actually down the street. Make a left. You're right there. Go get you a little. Get you a little double stack. You know, get you some nuggets. I mean, honestly, think about though. We're gonna. I think that's the price we're gonna end up having to pay for. Yeah. This type of technology of electric vehicles. Right. And, and to, back to the, the, the little joke I just made about you driving mm-hmm. and it telling you, uh, Waze already does that. Like I use Waze in my car. Well, I have the little CarPlay mm-hmm. thing in my car. Um, and on the on the map, it'll show you businesses. So even because I'll have Waze on, even if I'm not navigating, because it does like a 3D like follow. Mm-hmm. And I just like to have it on because it'll tell you if like there's a traffic jam a block away or things like that. Um, and if you're driving by a business and that business is paying for ads, it pops up on the map, mm. like a little icon. It says Starbucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I can visit before I even get to the intersection, I can physically see there's a Starbucks ahead of me and it's not telling me to like go. Sometimes it does. It'll get a pop up and say, Hey, there's, you know, Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Waze already does that. And so I totally can see that just being built into a car now. hundred percent. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you no, off. It just made fine. me think of that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's, and then if you think about it even more, and the government agencies get in yeah. their hand in the pot and it's like, well, hey, can we put some cameras on these cars? Right, right. And now you're looking like, oh, man, hold on. But again, again, but this back to like security, uh, insurance stuff uh, when it comes to accidents. Mm-hmm. Now there's no longer of, of, you know, you know, they said they said in terms of, of uh, who was at fault. Yeah. Well, right? honestly, I think maybe within I'll say within five years. We'll see cameras be right. more standard on vehicles because it's pretty. It's all and it's already very standard in the business world, right? Yeah. Any business that has a fleet of vehicles, uh, most of them have some kind of uh, monitoring in the in the company owned vehicle, mm-hmm. right? So they, it tracks where it's going. It tracks you know gas usage, and a lot of them have cams that are face out and in. Well, yeah, like public transportation. I took the bus the other day for yeah. first time. I was like, damn, there's so many damn cameras on. Oh, here. really? I haven't been on a CTA in a bit, yeah. but I could have been imagined. Boat load of cameras. And that's probably for security. Something yeah. happens on the bus. There's no like, oh, what'd you see? Pull up the <laughs> video feed. I'm not going to trust this person that probably wasn't even paying attention. They didn't see the driver's driving. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, you get it. Uh, and especially too, if it's like a commercial vehicle on the road, a lot of times people use that as a target. Like, oh, that's a some kind of corporate van. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go crash into it and then I can sue them. And that's where those cameras come into play. It's like, actually, that was your fault. That person didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. You know what I mean? So it can be a, a, a liability saver. And it could if kind of save you from being hit purposely. Like someone's trying to scam you by, you know, jumping out in mm-hmm. front of you. Then you hit them. And now they're like, oh, I'm suing you. Like, what? You jumped in front of my car. <laughs> and that's where those cameras kind of come in, come in handy. And that's funny because maybe several years ago, my, my, one of my coworkers was telling me about that that was prevalent in Russia. Yeah. People just throwing them. I've seen, video, I've seen videos. I've seen dash cam videos in Russia of people just throwing themselves in yeah. front of like vehicles. I'm like, are you insane? And that's where the whole dash cam tech. Or, and that's know. why there are so many Russian dash cams in general. Mm-hmm. If you go, if you go to like YouTube and just like search oh, like yeah. dash cam, and most of them are <laughs> Russian. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to have it, man. I feel like I'm, I don't have one in my car, but I've considered it just for that reason. Mm-hmm. Just for something happens, you know, I need to have some kind of proof. That I wasn't at fault, mm-hmm. or maybe that I was. Maybe it was my fault. I don't know. But you should have that because you. So again, it's just your word versus someone else's. That's not good. So Ford's response was, "We don't have any plans to deploy this. Okay, we submit the patent. patent. 
We submit patents on new inventions as a normal course of business, but aren't necessarily in any indication of new business or product. Okay, I'll half buy that. I think a lot of companies do that where they make a patent just so that they own it and they kind of put it on the back burner for the future. But this seems like, yeah, like if I was at Ford somewhere high up, I'm like, roll this out tomorrow. Like, (laughs) what do you need? We need a team. What are we doing here? Because imagine the money lost on repossess vehicles that you never get back because people are very good at, oh, they, yeah. they know they didn't pay their car payment they're pretty good at hiding their car you can put it somewhere mm-hmm. even in a garage you can't break into someone's garage but yeah i i would be putting a lot of r&d into that then they'll save money because they don't have to pay a repo man to pick it up it's just, just gonna drive itself exactly back. it's just gonna drive itself but imagine you like chasing after it trying to stop it <laughs> And my car just <clears throat> drove off. But I listen, man. When I was younger, I had my car repoed. It's not fun. Okay, <laughs> a lot of money to get that Grand Prix back. Well, yeah, and then like I said, if, you know, government agencies take over or you know try to hop on in it. Yeah, no more boots. It's just gonna not gonna be able to drive it. Exactly. Just literally, just kill it's switch. Just kill switch. Remote remote kill switch, and it'll even tell you to get in. Your infotainment <laughs> system says sorry, pass due. <laughs> Call this number. We take Apple Pay. Make a just payment. Tap it. <laughs> Pay, make a payment right now. We got you. Yeah, you don't have to drive to the city hall or anywhere. As soon as it goes through, just bing, bing. Oh, man, I'm ready to go. And it's like, how much can I put? Can I pay half? And the car's like, nah, bro. I'm can I get a payment plan? I'm going to need the whole thing. <laughs> call the call finances. We'll, we'll, we'll help you out. But nah, it's all going to be on the dash, man. Either call this number or call yeah. an Uber. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but this car is not moving. <laughs> man, <clears throat> that really should be a thing, too, even for like. I'm sure eventually you'll see this, you know, probably maybe, maybe in our lifetime, but even for like parking tickets, you know, cause mm-hmm. like today, what does a city do? They boot you. Right. And if you're from a, pl- if you're in a place that you don't get booted, I mean, congratulations in here, they'll boot you real quick. Like well, I got that new one too now where that goes on the windshield. Oh, I haven't seen that. What is, how does that look? I don't know. It's something, it somehow gets stuck onto your windshield and it, it blocks the driver's view. That's dangerous. Cause what windshield. if they'll still try to drive? <laughs> And well, they're, yeah, they'll just be out the Ace Ventura. Yeah, style. you're just Ace Ventura out the window. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so yeah, boots because when they put a boot on your on your wheel, it damages it. Like yeah. it'll scratch your rim, and they're not careful. They don't give shit. They're just they're putting it on. So uh, yeah, I, maybe that's another thing too. Is like you got a bunch of parking tickets. You just your car just gets immobilized. Yeah. You can like, hey, quick payment online. It'll unlock itself in two minutes. Put that payment through. That's insane. It's going to be an interesting future. <laughs> Man, it is kind of crazy, right? But yeah, I, I guess you'll save the money you put into developing stuff like this. You would save by, you know, not having to pay a repo person mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. But Or make people honest and pay their bill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's never going to happen. That's <laughs> that's not a, that's just a human problem in general. So that's, you know, good luck solving that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, man. What a, what a time to be alive. Um, that's all our stories for today. Anyway, let's go to jump into the donut. I, by the way, just back to this, <laughs> the Ford patent. I'm looking at the little patent drawing. Mm-hmm. It's just some <laughs> it's just some dude holding a phone and there shows like a little cloud. And it says like police authority, medical facility, all this stuff. And then the car is just, <laughs> the car's just sitting the there. The car's just sitting there. That's kind of funny. Um, anyway, let's get into some donut bites. We'll talk about. Um, some stuff we've been checking out, including some gaming stuff that I haven't really gotten into in a while. Mmm, donuts. Um, anything new for you? Nothing new. I'm, I mean, I'm caught up on to episode five of The Last of Us. The Last of Us, okay. 
Um, and I, know, I know you played the game. Or you played both, all. right? Or not all? I haven't even pl- I haven't even played all of part one. Okay, so I n- I've never played part two because I know that there's a lot of TikToks and YouTube videos like comparing sure gameplay to mm-hmm. the show, and I um, and I'm trying to avoid them because I don't want to spoil these next yeah, the, two episodes. All the videos myself. do a great job of not ex- of not uh, spoiling anything in the future. They typically stick to this specific episode okay. and then the game stuff, so you won't get spoiled. Um, but yeah. To, to your point, that's... And is it a lot? I mean, is a lot of the gameplay tied to the show? Oh, or yeah. Vice versa? Oh, yeah. yeah. And a, a lot of it is like shot... Some of it is like shot for shot mm-hmm. in terms of... Because like the game obviously is story driven. So there's combat in the game. But there's also a lot of like cutscenes because there's... It's story driven. Yeah. So a lot of those cutscenes are literally just... They take the cutscene and they just shot it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. And it's not in a way where they're like being lazy. It was just such an accurate reproduce reproduction of this scene you know what i mean it just it's really it works really well but yeah it's actually surprising how close it is mm-hmm. hence why it's also so good this is easily the best video game adaptation mm-hmm. live action i would say close second is uh arcane which is a netflix animated series mm-hmm. uh, about league of legends and that is an amazing show so again same thing as far <clears throat> as live action goes hands down last mm-hmm. of us has been the best and i didn't know because I think it was episode four, maybe that I was watching, and for some reason I didn't shut it off, and the credits played, and they yeah. have like a little inside the episode. Yeah, every episode they do like a little. They, they break down the yeah. yeah. They did that. They do that for like Game of Thrones as well. So HBO okay. does that a lot, which is cool. Yeah, the, the creatures are very well done. Yeah, the clickers. Yeah, also pretty accurate to how they look in the game. And I think one of the biggest challenges you have in the Last of Us show is it, it, it can't be repetitive, right? Because in the video game. It's a video game, so mm-hmm. you're you're constantly survive, you know, searching for stuff, searching for resources, shooting the zombies, like that's the game. And then of course the game has a ton of yeah. Characters. So is there side missions too, or, or yeah, uh, well for them not really side missions because the game is fairly on rails. It's not like an open world, you know. You there is exploring, but it's not like an open world game. Mm-hmm. It's semi on rails. You stick to the storyline, but when you're in a certain place. You have to kind of look for resources. You open your every drawer is like openable, and you find ammo or you find food or whatever. Um, but the the show can't be like that because then it would be kind of boring to watch. Yeah. When you're playing the game, it's different. So it does a really good job of just factoring in the action stuff with all the character stuff. And uh, yeah, it's been pretty solid, man. I love it. I think we're fully caught up. So there's two episodes left. So episode nine is tonight. Episode eight is tonight, and then yeah. nine is next week. Yeah, I'm gonna try to watch. <clears throat> I think I'm on five, so I'm gonna watch six, seven, eight this week, and then Sweet. be caught up for the finale. Yeah, finale's next week. Should be a good one. Should be a good one. I haven't heard if they've renewed it or anything. So I'm sure they. I'm sure they will just for just to continue the story because I mean it's got a part two, and mm. you know if they want to go beyond that, who knows? But um, they'd be. Yeah, I mean it's super popular. I can't imagine that they wouldn't greenlight it. So mm-hmm. pretty good stuff. Anything else? No. Um, what do I got? Movie-wise or TV show-wise, um, I didn't mention, because I saw this a, a, a while ago, but I think it happened while we were off, is um, Knock at the Cabin, which is the M. Night Shyamalan's latest movie mm-hmm. with Dave Bautista and some other people you'll recognize. Uh, and I saw that at the theater, and it kind of reminded me of it because it's out on streaming now. And I was like, oh, man, I never actually talked about uh, Night at the Cabin. And just no spoilers or anything, but a very good movie. It was, um, you know, it's... M. Night Shyamalan, so you typically always have some kind of like, you know, twist ending. But the, and you get this from the trailer too. So the, the premise of the movie is you get these 
four random individuals, uh, Dave Batista being one of them and a bunch of other people. Well, not a bunch, three, three <laughs> other people. So it's four of them total. And they show up to this cabin where there's just a family. It's a, it's a couple and a kid. And they basically get in there and they're not violent. They're, they're trying to go in peacefully. But of course, the people in the cabin are like, these are intruders. Why are you mm. trying to get in here? And they're basically telling them, um, you have a decision to make. You need to sacrifice one of your people. Otherwise, terrible things will continue to happen in the world. And of course, they're like, you're insane. And this is all from the trailer, so I'm not spoiling yeah. anything. And they're just like, well, you're insane, right? And then, you know, they see like stuff on the news that things are happening. And it's like, well, that's that's just coincidence. That's not, you know, whatever. That's kind of what the whole movie is. But the movie does a really good job of making you wonder, are they be are they really crazy? And or are they 100 percent telling the truth? Because there's a lot of holes in like their story where you as the audience are like, I don't think that they're telling the truth. And then something happens and you're like, maybe they are telling the <laughs> truth. And the movie just does a great job of keeping you guessing until, you know, the the, the end or whatever. And it's it's an awesome movie. So it's on streaming now. Or not, well, you can rent it. It's not on anything. You have yeah. to rent it. Uh, but it's on digital. So check it out if you haven't seen it. It's awesome. Does Very it, good movie. Does Shyamalan appear in it? He does. Okay. He, you know, he did, he cameos and everything. I yeah. think he comes out like in a news report or something. So he's like, it's them watching a news report and he's in it. Mm. So he's not physically in, in there, but yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's for, you know, he comes out in all his stuff. Yeah. He always has to have a cameo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so great flick, great flick. Check that out. Um, otherwise that's it. Obviously we already talked about quantum mania, no new shows. Mandalorian kicked off last week. So I have, I did start off episodes only episode one so far. Uh, great start to the episodes, mm-hmm. uh, to the season so far. I just wish those episodes were a bit longer. They're super short, but yeah, that's it. As far as new stuff, like watching wise, I have been playing some games. Um, Hogwarts legacy has been the biggest one. I finished it just l- earlier this week. So I completed, you know, the story and mm-hmm. I, the game's not a hundred percent. There's still some side missions that I need to go back and finish. Uh, but I've enjoyed that game thoroughly. And of course, it's had a lot of uh, controversy, not for the game itself, but because of um, J.K. Rowling has a lot of controversy around her. And mm-hmm. she's like very like she's she said a lot of like anti-trans things. And so there's been a lot of controversy with the game, even though she didn't write the game. But, you know, it comes from that from world. From that world yeah. So um, but the game, it's if you you know, the game itself is awesome. Right. Then she did not make the game. It's again, sure. It comes from that universe that she created. But the game itself is fantastic so i would check it out it's really good stuff i finally finished it it is pretty challenging there's a lot of really good combat in it uh it's open world so it's huge like it's a massive open world like there's you can like fly around on like your broom and things like that and this the world that the school is in it's mad it's so cool so it's really nice to see so is it considered i mean it's considered part of that world right yeah it takes place yeah it it takes place in like the 1800s so it's like a prequel so yeah it's like way before okay uh you know harry potter and all that like way before that so i think harry potter is supposed to take place in the 90s 1990s Mm. Uh, i have to specify 1990s (laughs) (laughs) like what are you talking about the 90s which 90s what the hell's the 90s (laughs) Um, I think the Harry Potter takes place in semi-modern times, right? Like the 1990s, mm. especially when it, from when it was written. I saw a meme one time that said, I can't believe that Harry Potter was written, was supposed to take place in the 90s. And yet not once, none of them said, man, the bulls are on a hell of a run, aren't they? Go <laughs> <laughs> for that 72 and 10, baby. <laughs> That's hilarious. 96 bulls, best team ever. Yeah. <laughs> I read that. I was I was I was dying laughing. Like not once did they mention, man, bulls are on a run, aren't they? 
Oh, good stuff. Uh, uh, good. But solid game is a lot of fun. Uh, you can create your own character. So you're the wizard that you, the wizard that you play, the witcher wizard that you play. Um, it is a, it's not just like a set in stone character. It's a, you can create it and you can choose to be a good wizard or a bad wizard. So you can do mm. like dark art stuff if you want, or you can play it good. Um, you have the option to learn the, the three unforgivable curses. So you can either choose to learn those curses or not. And of course they help you in combat cause they're terrible. And like some of them are like one hit kill and things like that. So it's just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And I just want to go back and clean up some of the stuff. Mm. There's a lot of side missions and things like that, that are, uh, still left, which leaves for a lot of exploring of the world. So it's been good. Um, other than that, I've been playing Call of Duty a lot because Call of Duty finally released. Uh, this is Modern Warfare 2. They finally released my two favorite game modes for multiplayer, which mm-hmm. is Infected and Gun Game. So if you're unfamiliar with Call of Duty, uh, multiplayer Gun Game is a mode where it's it's every person for themselves. So it's just like a free for all but you don't choose the gun that you play as that you play with. And every time you get a kill, you get a new gun. So everyone starts off with the exact same gun. And as soon as you get a kill, you get a new gun, you get another kill, you get a new gun. Mm. So your, your gun is constantly rotating and it's random. Um, and then the first person to like 18, uh, wins and the f- top three people technically win. Cause it's not a team you're by yourself, but it's so much fun. Cause it's so randomized and it's just like, you get a kill, boom, get a new gun. You try to go and find someone, kill them, get a new gun. And, it's just a, it's just a fun mode. And then infected is like a zombie mode, but with people. So everyone starts off as a survivor and the, the game will pick one random player to be the infected. And your job is to go and try to kill someone else on the, on the, that's a survivor. And every time you kill someone, they become infected mm-hmm. so that you're trying to build up like a swarm yeah. of infected people. <clears throat> and the cool thing is that when you are infected, you don't get a gun. All you get is knives. So you have to kind of run around and try to either use throwing knives or try to stab people. Mm. So it's harder because everyone else has guns Guns, and you're trying to like get, but you're really fast because there's nothing holding you down. You're just like whipping around. So it's a lot of fun. So they added those two game modes finally. And I've been playing that a lot, but that's really it. There's a new game called atomic heart. And it's like, it's been getting a lot of controversy also because it takes place in like some kind of alternate future where the Soviet union didn't, didn't get dismantled and they live in like this weird like utopian tech Mm -hmm. future um and it's just there's been a lot of controversy around that because it takes place in russia and then there's also a scene where you got like these like really sexy robots and people are losing their mind about that so i haven't played it yet but i'm gonna check that out but yeah that's really about it people like losing their minds for some reason i don't know anymore (laughs) oh dare you put a sexy robot in the game it's a game bro wrong with you <laughs> oh man i don't know i don't, I don't know what to tell you but that's just the way it works and i'm looking forward to playing that because it does seem like it's gotten mixed reviews so it's one of those games that i just want to check out for myself but mm-hmm. um that's what's been going on in my gaming world but speaking of gaming my pc decided to just like kill itself and i had to reset it it's so annoying <laughs> i gotta re-download everything it's such a pain man and do a ghost image <laughs> <sighs> And what I did too is I didn't do a wipe. I just did a reinstall of Windows, but kept everything to see if it would yeah. like fix the problems that it was having. And it did, but it's still like deleted apps. apps. So I'm yeah. just like, oh man, so I got to <laughs> reinstall. It's just a real pain. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> so, uh, what's coming up this week? Anything new? Nothing I know of. No. Yeah. I didn't want to bring <clears throat> up the Chris Rock thing. Not not because it's, you know, the I necessarily care about the special itself, but it was 
Netflix's first mm-hmm. ever, this happened last night, Saturday. This was Netflix's first ever globally streamed live event. So uh, Chris Rock's news, uh, what the hell is it called? I forgot the name of it. His new comedy special on Netflix launched yesterday, but it wasn't just they put it on. It was a live event that they streamed to everyone on the planet. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of forgot that that was happening, so I didn't watch it. Um, oh, sorry. TV shows. I forgot that I started watching uh, Poker Face. I didn't mention it. I mentioned it because I was watching Poker Face when this was on. Uh, Poker Face, great show. That's on Peacock. About some girl that... That's the one Danny was talking about. Yeah, some someone. girl that. Uh, so thanks to Danny for the recommendation. She, she, she basically she can always tell when someone's lying, mm. and she works for like a casino, and it's a bunch of like mob boss type of people. And didn't realize that it's the girl from Russian Doll and from American Pie. She was from the first American Pie. Which I forgot her name in the thing, but she was in the very first American Pie. It's kind of wild. Okay. Um, good show, but uh, yeah, sorry, uh, the Netflix thing. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm curious how many people watched it live. Yeah. I want to see some numbers on that. Yeah, no numbers or anything yet about it, but <clears throat> seems like it went off without a hitch. No yeah. One. As far as like technically, like no, the, the, no one reported any like streaming issues, uh, which is a, that's saying a lot because. And yeah, if it's broadcast across, yeah. I mean, it's not like everybody in the world sure. watched it, but. Yeah. And obviously people were sleeping too, because this was what, nine, nine o'clock or nine or 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. Eastern time. So obviously other parts of the world, it's, you know, middle of the night or maybe early morning. So, yeah, but I'm just curious how, how that did from a, like how many people were actually watching that live. Yeah. So pretty cool. So <clears throat> Scream 6 is coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that 65 movie. Oh yeah. With, that's uh, the, the, Adam Ed, with the Adam Driver. The trailer looked interesting. I have no idea what it's about. It looks like something sci-fi, but yeah. outside of that, I have no clue what's, what's that, what that's about, but I would like to check it out. I like Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah ben Swallow over there. Ben <laughs> <laughs> good uh-huh. shit um yeah okay cool that's it i guess that's it for this week i don't know if i'll be able to make it to the movies this week i would like to i wouldn't mind checking out cocaine bear yeah um i do want to see that i don't know i mean it's not something you need to see in the theater i do want to watch it though yeah. it's not on just streaming yet yeah and it's just not on streaming yet um creed 3 as well mm-hmm. but i don't think i ever saw creed 2 so i probably would have to go back i probably have to rewatch creed 1 it's been so long but um creed 3 came out this weekend cocaine bear what else i think i think that might have been it can't remember if there's anything else recently yeah out recently, but, um yeah some good uh some good theater stuff happening um anyway that's it for this week thanks so much for tuning in uh we will catch you next week hopefully danny will be with us this time um we've been the morning donut you have been awesome wow i can't believe you stayed till the end you must be really bored have a great day meatbag 